Hey beautiful, we have a very interesting episode for you today planned on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. I have a client who is also a listener to the podcast who recently asked me a very interesting question. She said, Lisa, I don't know what to do about being tempted when it comes to the possibility of having my own affair since I found out about my husband's. Now, listen, beautiful, many of you might have just had this gut wrench that said, oh my gosh, I am dealing with the same thing. Listen, beautiful, if you have been struggling with thoughts of Uh, maybe tit for tat, which is what I call it sometimes, uh, where you're saying, you know what, he had an affair, what's good for him is good for me, I'll show him. Or you found out about his sexual betrayal and it has knocked you over the edge to where you find yourself being vulnerable to the eyes looking your way, to the compliments that you are now receiving from other men, and you're finding that you are being tempted to cross a boundary that you never thought you would be tempted to cross. I want to help you with that today. This client of mine said, Lisa, please do an episode to help those of us who are struggling with temptation as a fallout from our husband's betrayal. And beautiful, I call this the rebound effect. So stay tuned. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. Before we kick into that topic of the rebound effect today, I have a five-star review that I want to read to you. These mean the world to us because it keeps this podcast getting in front of the eyes of those who need it to listen in around the globe. And we just hit the top 2% global rating and it's all because of you. So I want to thank you for that. And it 
it's because of the ratings. It's because you're taking the time to tell us how you feel about this podcast and even writing in and giving us questions just like today. So this comes in from Sweetie. She says, "Your thank you, Lisa. Your love and guidance has helped guide me through this horrific battleground. You've earned my trust and I humbly thank you for your podcast. I've learned something from every single episode. Healing is not for the weak, for the faint of heart. Thank you again for helping me armor up. This is a long journey on a mission that I never wanted to be on, but I am so grateful to have you in my corner, to have you on my side. Thank you for all you do. Sweetie, thank you so much for your review. Thank you for leaving that. And believe me, beautiful, these mean the world. So go down below in the show notes. You'll see where you can leave a five-star review, even with your comments. Or you can even do a, what's called a speak pipe, where it says, ask me a question in the show notes below. Click that little ask button, and you can either ask a question there, and I'll feature it here on one of the episodes, or you can leave that five-star review. I would love to share shout you out. All right, let's get into today's episode, shall we? Because this is going to be, wow, this is going to be one of those that's going to make you go, hmm, right? So if you have if you are in that predicament where you are feeling tempted to cross a moral boundary for yourself, this episode is for you. And first and foremost, I want you to know, I've been there. Beautiful, I was tempted. When I found out about my husband's affair, don't think that the enemy did not come after me and say, look, nobody will know. You can go ahead and have your own affair. You are lacking in emotional connection right now. You are lacking in physical connection. It would be so great to have some arms around you to just talk to someone who would understand and hold you close beautiful. I get those emotions and they're strong. I mean, they really can grapple with you, but I want you to know that I stood true to my moral values and I used the things that I'm going to talk to you about today to get through that period in my life. And today I'm going to give you five hard truths that you will have to face if you cross that boundary that you've set for yourself, that moral boundary. There are five hard truths that you yourself are going to have to face, and I'm going to share those with you. But I'm also going to share with you some ways to set yourself up for success so that you don't cross the boundaries, so that you can actually walk away and you can stand in your integrity, stay true to your character, and be pure of heart. So let's get started. So the first hardcore truth that you would have to face if you cross your own moral boundary is you, in order to keep your now affair a secret, you would be forced to live a lie. Now, beautiful, I want to talk to you about that for a minute. You have had uncovered in your life hidden deception. Your husband had been lying to you. You had been deceived for however long it was from his sexual uh, betrayal, emotional affair, or his sexual addiction through pornography, whatever it was. But you found out that there was a hidden lifestyle, that there was deception and there were lies going on. And you know how devastating that was to you when you found out you had been lied to. 
Well, I want you to take this to a deeper level for yourself. If you cross a boundary and go from temptation to an actual, whether it's an emotional affair, you go out and have your own sexual affair through a one night fling, whatever it is, if you cross that boundary, you have now put yourself in a predicament to be forced to live your own lie. And there is a there is a huge consequence that comes with that because once you start the lie, then you have to formulate other lies to hide the lie. And it just compounds over time. And the multitude of lies and deception must kind of almost grow in order to keep the secret. And keeping that secret becomes a full-time job. You have to come up with stories about where you're going, who you're with, why you're late and you're not answering your phone or your text messages. Then you're going to face the challenge of having to explain away your disinterest in moving forward in recovery in your relationship if you're doing that. Your your attentiveness that once was there and your attitude that once was to recover the relationship is now changed and so you've changed towards your spouse. So now you're taking some of the same behaviors that you saw him do and now you're living that out. You're not making eye contact anymore. You don't have much to say. Um, You're not talking about recovery. Um, You are kind of uh, pulling back from everyone, right? Everything starts to change. And even if you're not reconciling your relationship, now you're living your own secret life in an effort to hide the obvious signs of your own betrayal. So eventually, the lies that are hidden will come out. And you know this because it happened in your own marriage with the deception that your husband was living under. So beautiful, the hardcore truth is you would have to also start living a lie just like your husband did. And you would become just the same person that he had become. That's a hardcore truth that you need to face before you cross that boundary. Number two is your relationship with your family and with your friends will start to change. And if they find out about your deception, it's going to change the way that they see you. They're going to see you in a different light. And you know, it's not uncommon for us to have the temptation, but if we step over that boundary, our family and friends, those who have been journeying with us through our own recovery, because of what's been done to us through our husband's betrayal, they're going to look at us and say, what in the heck have you done? What have you started to do in living your own deception? Who are you anymore, right? Your neighbors may hear through what I call open windows um, about what's going on now in your secret life. Your family may start to notice that your attitude has changed. Your life has become very secretive and they'll notice small nuanced changes in you that are not associated with your husband's betrayal, but now your own personal betrayal. Let's 
Even take it to your children. If you have children or grandchildren in the picture, will they notice the small changes? Uh, You bet they will. Because once you start living a lie, you're not the same person anymore. And they're going to notice the small changes. They're going to start to see you differently. And they are going to really take on a different stance of how they see you. Okay, the third one is this. I want to tell you that you'll never see yourself the same way ever again. You know, if someone asked you to describe your character right now, how would you answer them? Would you answer them that you are a woman of integrity, that you do walk in character and impurity of heart? Um, Most of us would. If we are really, really walking in the way that God wants us to walk as a Christian woman, as a woman of God, we are seeking to walk in the ways of God. And we would say, yes, in all honesty, I am trustworthy. Um, I am towing the line. I am walking in integrity. And I'm um, building some really good blocks of self-respect for myself, even in the midst of my own husband's betrayal. So what happens when you decide to cross that line? Because you were tempted and you said, you know what, he did this to me, so I'm going to do this to him. When you cross that line, you start to see yourself in a different light. The way you define yourself and describe yourself, you can no longer describe yourself the way you did previously. (laughs) Your, Your choices are not matching up with who you say you are. And so it erodes your self-confidence. It changes the way you look at yourself. You no longer have the peace that you once carried. It robs you of it. Your sense of identity and reality is shaken even more to the core because, you know, it was shaken to begin with by the betrayal, but now you've betrayed yourself first and foremost. And so now by betraying yourself, you have uprooted who you really are at the core. You are now faced with disbelief and confusion in your life. And it leads to fear that you're really not the person that you really thought you were at the core. So it creates stress in your life, anxiety in your life. You become extremely discouraged and depressed. And this impact of infidelity, not just from your husband's betrayal, But if you've crossed that line, now from your own betrayal is catastrophic. And the outcome can be completely devastating to your relationships, not just to the marriage if you're trying to reconcile it, but to other relationships into your life and relationship with yourself. That leads me to the last one. And that is you distance yourself from God. Beautiful, I'm going to be very hardcore here. And this is in love because I'm trying to help you stay away from some very detrimental decisions and choices that you might be tempted to make. When you choose to cross that boundary, you have betrayed God first. I know you've, if you've been a listener for any length of time of this broadcast, of this podcast, you've heard me say time and time again that when your husband decided to betray, decided to uh, walk in pornography, sexual addiction, emotional affair, or sexual affair, he betrayed God first. He had to turn his back on God first. And by you choosing to do some of the same actions, you're doing the same thing. 
you are actually betraying God first. One of the consequences of sin is that it can distance us from God. Not because He moves away from us, but because we move away from Him. And moving into the decision to cross your moral boundaries and and walk out a temptation to actual action of having your own affair, whether it's emotional or physical, can cause immense shame. And shame has a way of making us want to hide and isolate ourselves from ourselves, from others, and from God. And it may begin with simply avoiding prayer time with God because you're like, I'm not even worthy to even pray to Him anymore. You know that if you talk to God, you may be convicted of what you're doing. And therefore, you start to limit or minimize your alone time with God. Guilt is another factor that comes into play. So guilt may make you feel like you don't have the right to sing or worship or even go to church. So you start maybe showing up late to church or you might not even go to church, right? You might not even listen to worship music anymore. You don't want to talk to your friends in church anymore. So because they don't know what's going on and you don't want them to maybe pick up on it. So if you're at church, you rush out of service so that no one can talk to you. Or again, you stop even showing up at all. At home, you may avoid your Bible reading time, your devotional time. You avoid it like the plague because you don't want to read God's Word and be forced to be face-to-face with what you're doing. And slowly over time, you have all but eliminated the opportunity to encounter God in your daily life anymore. The unintentional distancing from God has a strong impact on your heart and your well-being. And you may place the blame on God by saying, you know, God, you could have stopped my husband's betrayal and you really could have stopped me, but you didn't. You convince yourself that God indeed rejected you due to your behavior and there's no other way around your circumstances right now. And once you've convinced yourself of God's rejection, you even are more likely to turn to, you know, your, the one you're having an affair with to distract and comfort you that much more, which only perpetuates the problem and creates an unhealthy cycle. Beautiful, the reality is when you choose to walk and cross that boundary from temptation to actual action, you've betrayed God first. You've betrayed yourself and you've betrayed others just like your husband did. And you've become the person that you actually despise. The one that deceived you now is deceiving you when you cross that boundary. Now, those are the hardcore truths. And I wanted to start with that first because you need to be faced with those, okay? You need to understand the truth of this is actually what you're faced with if you decide to cross that boundary from temptation to actually moving into it. So how do you stay true to yourself, right? How do you stay true to God, to, to yourself? And if you're choosing to reconcile your relationship, how do you also stay true to that as well? Well, I want to give you a few things that you can do. The number one thing is stay true to the boundaries that you have set. And if you've not set a boundary 
regarding temptation in your own life, well, it's time, okay? It is time to set the boundary. And so what you can do is you can set a boundary that says, at all cost, I will avoid temptation. Now, let me give you a, for instance, I want to give you an example here. You can say that, you know, I will not allow myself to be put in a predicament where I am tempted to cross my own moral boundaries that could lead to an emotional or physical affair, i.e., I will not get into a car with a man alone. I will not call a man without someone knowing about it or be on a conversation by myself without someone knowing about it. I will not be in a text message with a man by myself. I will set up healthy parameters. Beautiful, there's always a way out. God has given us a way out of temptation. There's not any temptation known to man that God has not given you an escape route. That is scriptural. So he's given you that opportunity. So set your boundaries accordingly. Secondly, ask yourself, is this really worth it? Is it worth it? The most important thing to consider if you're in a tempting situation is what you stand to lose if you give in. Number one, you're going to damage your relationship with God, with yourself, with others. Is it worth it? Here's an example. If an attractive guy approaches you somewhere, think about your current um, situation. Think about your relationships Think about your integrity. Think about your character. Think about the purity of heart that you're seeking to walk in. Think about all of those things before you accept his invitation to dance, have a drink, um, have a conversation, maybe, you know, cross that line of giving a phone number. Ask yourself, is it really, really worth it? Then I want you to look at the big picture. While something might feel tempting in the moment, Consider the outcome of your actions, both for you and the people that you love. And a great way to do this is to think about your long-term goals. And now, if your goal is to stay in your current relationship and to reconcile your relationship, well, it's best to avert this cutie that's staring at you at the gym. It's best to avert and to get away from there as soon as possible. If you are not reconciling your relationship, then what about that long-term goal? Do you want to walk as a woman of purity? Do you want to save yourself for a healthy relationship? Then those are the things that you need to think about before you cross a boundary. And the other thing is have an escape plan. Have an escape plan. Now, I want to give you a little bit of help with this. You know, I kind of helped my client with this. And the scenario was, okay, let's say that you go to the gym and that you're there and you see this really cute guy eyeing you. He's kind of keeps having that eye to eye contact and you have met eye to eye and you're like, you feel that little temptation within. Have an escape plan. The first thing would be, have you already employed your safe people that when you are tempted or you are in a situation that you can either call them or you can text them and say, hey, look, I'm in a tempting situation right now. I need you to help me through this. They can either get on the phone with you and talk you through it, or they can text you, but they are your safety guards, right? They're your safe rails. 
They are the ones who are going to help you through this. Maybe it's your coach, your trauma-informed coach. And a good coach would have an SOS plan, right? Where that you would reach out to them. And I use Voxer with my clients and my clients know. They can shoot me an SOS and I know that something's going on. And I can reach out to them and say, you are a woman of integrity, a woman of purity. Walk away. Do not compromise. This will affect your life forever. Do not cross this boundary. And we work through that at that point in time. Now, let's say that you're still tempted because he's still googling eye you. Then move yourself to a different part of the gym, right? Turn on some worship music. Beautiful. The truth of the matter is it might be very hard to put yourself in a compromising situation when you are singing and worshiping the one true living God. Let's just call it as it is, right? You can't walk in the flesh and the spirit at the same time. You just can't. So cross over and get into the spirit, worshiping God, and remove yourself from that part of the gym. If he follows you and if you are still feeling compromised, then go home. Let me say that once again. Go home, beautiful. Remove yourself from the gym that day. I mean, decide to do a different workout. Go for a run do some workout at home, whatever, but remove yourself from the situation. Again, God has set it up to where we have the ability to remove ourselves from a situation, from the temptation, so that we can escape. The, The truth of the matter is this. It is a choice to walk in betrayal. You've heard me say it when I have talk to you about your husband's betrayal. And that's the truth. He chose. It was his choice to cross a moral boundary. And when you are tempted to do the same thing, beautiful, the truth of the matter is, it is your choice whether you cross that moral boundary or not. Don't set yourself up for heartbreak. For heartbreak and for just the shame and the guilt and everything that comes around walking in deception. Don't do it, beautiful. And if you need help with that, again, set your safe people up as your guardrails and also reach out to a trauma-informed coach, one who can help you learn how to do these things. And below in the show notes, I've got you, boo. I have you. There's a 20-minute consult call that you can book with me in a fair recovery consult call. We'll talk about what you're struggling with and we can devise your recovery plan so that you can walk as a woman of integrity through your recovery process. And I so desire that for you. Listen, it feels good to go through recovery knowing that you did not succumb to the same pitfalls, that you chose to walk it out in integrity. As one who has, I can tell you, I would never want to ever cross my boundaries because it feels good to know that I've chosen a path of integrity, character, and purity of heart. And I desire the same for you. So book that call with me and I can help you with that. So beautiful, I hope this helped you today. Those of you who have struggled with temptation, I know this was hardcore, but it was in love because I want you to be a woman of God and to stay true to the calling that God has on your life. I pray this helped you. Share this out with another woman and I will talk to you again this coming Tuesday. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. 
I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.